What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is A Drink in a Game, Season 3, The Return of Dre Solo and drinking and talking about games and other bullshit that's on my mind. Um, so I'm trying to do this a little different. Usually I want to get guests on the show. So if you guys are Patreon members, um, we're at our $10 tier. There's $10 a month. You could get T-shirts and all this other shit double entries to contests, um, and also get a, have a chance to be part of a Drink in a Game um, podcast or any of our other podcasts if you so um, see fit to be part of it. You know, we'll always reach out to you, let you know this is part of the benefits of being part of our Patreon. We like to interact with all our fans, you know, um, and even get double entries to all the tournaments going on on our Gamerish page, also on Facebook if you're not following us there. Uh, so today's episode, uh, what I'll be drinking is uh, I decided to go strong today. Even though I just came from the bar. We're going to go with green labeled, some Johnny Walker. You know, I'm not going to pull out the gold because I'm like with all the drinks I had and I'm having a little UFC party tonight. Um, I said, let me not go too hard. This is hard, but not too hard. So I'm going to pour a little of this out, uh, you know, pour this out. Here's the cup. You know, so you guys don't think I'm bullshitting. You know, let's start with just a little there, just in case I got to take a shot. Because I will be taking a shot to certain things. Um, if you're going to be on this pod with me, too, you're probably going to be forced to take some shots, too. So, viewer or uh, participator, beware. You know, so I'm going to take a sip of this. Ah, man, I had like four fucking shots already for the day. Um, but yeah, let's get this going. First thing I want to do is talk about what I've been playing lately. You probably guys probably heard some of this on the Game Rich podcast on Thursday or whenever you listen to the Game Rich podcast. But of course, when it's just me, I can go more deep into whatever I've been playing. And if I have to go on a rant, I don't have to worry about my fellow Game Rich crew members. Um, like, oh my God, here Dre goes again. You know, this shit is going to go on longer than it's supposed to. But first up, I finally, this morning, beat the main story of Pokemon, finally beat the champion. I think it's a little more because you have, after the credits roll, you got to go after these two other guys that stole the sword or the shield um, statue thingamajig, depending on which side of the story you played. I do have the DLC. I was trying to play it before I got on the pod today, but um, I, I never got a chance to do that. So when I get to the DLC, I'll probably talk about this next week. On next week's show. But Pokemon, um, Sword and Shield, well, I have the Shield version. Great game. Um, I love the way it moves. Uh, nothing was too hard. Well, I'll say some of these um, Mega, Max, or Giganta, whatever the fuck they call those damn Pokemon. Some of those battles were kind of tough. I'm trying, there's like, I keep going to the wild area looking for the, 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 maxed out Pokemon, whatever you guys call them, because I really don't give a shit. I really felt this was the stupidest idea they ever put into Pokemon, whether you like it or not. But this is my show, so I can say what the fuck I want. Um, but they, they have this one fucking fish-looking one that plays a guitar that I can't see in the fucking beat. And every time I go online, I need friends. Like, if any of my friends are listening to this and you guys want to help me do this battle, I advise do this damn um, raid battle. So 
and get this damn Pokemon because it seems like they won't let me catch anything else because it's been about five times in the last two weeks. I've been going to the wild area and only this one Giganta Max Pokemon or whatever the fuck it's called was available for me to go fight and catch. So that's just getting annoying. Um, I want to train in those areas. Nowadays, my Pokemon are stronger than those Pokemon in those areas. So that's a uh, relief. But when I want to fight that one, that I want to get some candies to level up my lower level Pokemon that I want to put in my party until I beat these areas, I can't do that. You know, I need to do that. So if anybody wants to help me out with that, please hit me up at either Gamerish537 uh, Gamerish537 at gmail.com. If you want to participate with a battle with me, um, go on Facebook, DM me. If you're one of my closest friends, just send me a fucking text message. Or if you're part of our Discord, um, then hit me up, BK Brawler, on the Discord. Or even if you got me on PlayStation Network or Xbox, BK Brawler 537 on either of those consoles. Um, but that's all I have to say about Pokemon. Next up, Destiny 2 has been getting me on a grind. Um, got a lot going on. Because that new DLC that's coming in September is why I've really been trying to be on my Destiny flow so I can level up. Plus, I keep paying for the season pass. And I need to... Um, uh, I just want to level up on that shit. Like, only once I've made it to level 100. Right now, I'm at 30 just because I wanted that sword that they give us at 30. It's a lot going on there. I think with Destiny 2, it's great. But what kills me is the constant repetition of the grind. Even though every week they tell us what you have to do next week, you get a new mission to do for the season and shit like that. But after that mission is done, we're back to the same thing. We're back to play this many levels of Crucible, play your four levels of Crucible, get your eight bounties for Crucible play your three levels of, uh, of strikes and get your eight bounties for strike play. God knows how many levels of gambit uh, and get your damn um about eight bounties for gambit. And now we keep getting all these other characters added on and it's just get your bounties for these, which basically sometimes overlap the same shit we've been doing already with the other bounties. And it gets annoying after a while. I have to admit as much as I'm still hooked to it, it gets annoying doing the same shit over and over and over again. I'm a guy that's obsessed with story. And every time this game comes out with a new a new DLC pack, I'm there for it. I'm going to buy it because it's a new story for me to play. But after the story's done, we're right back to that same grind. I just hope they find some way to either stream like this streamline it because one i'm tired especially on place if i'm on stadia fine i could go back to the tower over and over again because there's no loading screen i go straight there get there in like five seconds and get to get my bounties and do what i want to do but when it comes to playstation or xbox playing on those i can't say for pc in particular because when i'm on pc i just play on my stadia um but there's long ass load times to get to each planet. So I don't want to keep doing this shit over and over and over again. They need to make it a way where you could just go and hover over something, just pick your bounties. We don't need to talk to these people to get our bounties. We don't need to just let us get our bounties. Talk to them if we're collecting our, our engrams and shit like that. Then say, okay, now you have to go land on the planet and talk to them but this shit is getting way too repetitive it's just annoying 
All right, but that's all I got to say about Destiny 2. I'm playing also Final Fantasy 9, playing that over, because it is one of the Final Fantasies as much as I love it, because I rank it in my top three Final Fantasy games. First comes 8, then 7, then 9, then 15. Oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. I'm just realizing I forgot about 10 because I always tell people 10 is one of my favorites. So let's re-rank this right now. First is 8, then 10, then 7, then 9 makes it. So that makes it in my top five Final Fantasies, not my top three because I forgot 10, how good 10 was that I played 10 and beat 10 like three different times. And I love the instrumentals and 10 the 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 soundtrack of 10 one of the best final fantasy soundtracks there's no other well final fantasy 7 too but final fantasy 10 had the best soundtrack especially the xanarkin um soundtrack song i, I love um return of xanarkin or whatever the fuck it's called xanarkin is in the damn name it's on my playlist on spotify and everything right now so there's that but Back to also, I went back since Xbox Game Pass has Final Fantasy IX for free now. I decided to hop back in it um, because I know they give us cheat codes. And yes, I'm playing with the cheat codes because I want to get through the game. I'm just playing it for the story. Like I tell you guys, if I can get through games easy, I will try and do my best to get through it as easy as I can. If a game gives me cheats to go through the game, I'm going to use it. Because a lot of you don't know, or you should if you've been listening to me for a long time, I buy two to three video games a week and this is no lie i swear on my mother's grave that i do this i buy two to three video games a fucking week don't got time to fucking be playing shit on hard or normal if i could if there's an easy setting i'm going to choose the easy setting if there's cheat codes that will help me get through this game faster i'm going to input those cheat codes and the best thing about all these little um re-releases i don't want to call this a remake because all of this is a little bit better graphics because it's xbox series x enhanced which makes it do, do a little good you get a little bit of nooks and crannies like looking at um dagger's ass um she has an ass you know like back on playstation one i never noticed that ass until now you know so yeah me being a man but um yeah um other than that Final fantasy nine great game you know top five like we just established um I think this what got me into this game is what is the different storylines in it and how everyone has their own goals and objectives. And then um, one of the first Final Fantasy games that let you like play, pre- press the select button and you'll see someone, what else someone else is doing that's not in your party and things like that. I know Final Fantasy did 15 did something like that, but Final Fantasy nine for doing something like this was revolutionary to us back in the PS one era. You know, so I always loved it for that. Um, Vivi, one of my favorite characters. Dane is great. Freya, Dagger, Stein, Steiner, or whatever the fuck his name is. And in this game, of course, uh, some Final Fantasy games make it that you have to, uh, like, do certain things to unlock certain characters. I remember, I think this is, like, one of the last ones that did that, like, getting the fucking... Um, with the, the chef looking girl and the clown looking guy I keep forgetting his name for some reason right now you guys correct me if you want but um this is one of those games that that encouraged that i think it's the last game that really encouraged that because all the other games you get all your party members no matter what um and so final fantasy 9 is something special man it 
story's great. I, like I said, I haven't finished the story yet. I'm just playing it over again. I just want to let you guys know that I am playing it over again. It is great. I am playing it with one-hit kills. I played it so I don't run into any encounters. So I try and get through it fast. Um, because I believe I only made it like to the end of this two back in the PS1 days. And I never finished after that. So I haven't caught up to where I left off in those days, but I'm getting there. But I'll let you guys know how it goes. Another game I beat that I want to go into because I was trying to get someone else on the show so they could give their perspective on this game also. These are the next two games of Days Gone. Days Gone is um it, it was a game that was hurt by delays, first and foremost. Because it was teased us so much. We got to see all these chase scenes with Deacon St. John being chased by hundreds of zombies and things like that. And that was cool and it made a buy. But as the years went by and it looked, it seemed like we would never get this game when they said we were going to get it, people started to find flaws in the game. People started to say this game is going to be a flop. And then when it came out, we weren't that excited. We were happy that it came out but we weren't that excited anymore you know because this is one of the things even though people say delay 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 to polish up a game sometimes we get tired of hearing that shit as gamers like cyberpunk right now keeps getting delayed and by the time it comes out we're gonna look for straight up perfection of this game because it's been delayed three times already and i'm afraid I'm not going to judge it hard because I just want to play the fucking game and I'll just be happy that this game finally came out and I'm going to play it. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, let me look for everything that went wrong. I'll bring it up on this show or Game Rich Pod if I see a lot of shit wrong. But at the same time, I'm not going to go into that game ready to trash it. Like a lot of people are going to be ready to, especially after it being delayed this much. This is why I'm I'm afraid for... Um, the developers of this game because I feel like delaying it this much, just polish, 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 just say COVID-19. Well, COVID-19 to me is an excuse for people to delay their games right now. I think these games are done. I keep thinking that these people are so scared that they're going to get review bombed like The Last of Us did, that they just want to keep pulling back the game and say, hey, there was this one little part in the game where if you made a right, you bumped into a wall that you couldn't get past. Let's fix that right now. You know, like, they probably, we're so used to the big games like that getting patches that I feel like if they have to patch it day one, which they will no matter what, people are going to find a reason to bitch about why they had to patch the game. But back to days gone. Um, story was good. This game is like, a straight up seven for me. Um, it's not a bad game. It was good enough for me to go back in it. It was not that good that when it first came out, I lost my hype for it. And so it took me, I think it's been like maybe over two years since the game came out. And it took me two years to finally get back to it and decide to beat it with my huge backlog that I had. But it was good enough that I wanted to finish it because the story was good. It just had a lot of moments in it in which I'm like, is this the fucking end? Can this be the end? But they have so many branched story paths that irritated me. Like everything, they showed you a percentage of how much you're going to do this. And some of these side quests felt like main quests. They made it feel like main quests because it felt like you had to do them in order to progress in the main quest. And that was annoying. Um, 
And a lot of these main side quests, I just want to do once and be over it, not keep going with the story. Like, this one side quest with this girl who keeps running away from camp and Deacon keeps feeling like it's his obligation to keep saving this girl over and over and over again. By the fourth time I'm going to save this girl, it's just annoying. I don't want to do this. There's no more essence for this. Like, they forced a lot, like just to make the get prolong the game. I feel like a lot of these side quests were thrown in there to prolong the game. And I didn't feel like, like when I went back to the game, I went back with the intention of playing the main story, finishing the main story and let that be that. But this game forces you to play a bunch of side missions. It literally forces you to play a bunch of side missions, even though they're supposed to be side quests they make it as if these are like main quests but that was my only like big dislike never felt like i was um ever out of lack for ammo in the game i was able to go refill at a at a base or something um the end of the game though um it was kind of it was good slash lackluster um I wanted to say if I felt this game is good, deserves a sequel, I think if a sequel is to come out, I wasn't going to be that hype about it with the way it ended. Um, it can get a sequel, but I don't feel it's that type of game that really needs a sequel. But they can definitely give it a sequel. Definitely could give it a sequel. I'll still buy it, but it doesn't. I don't feel it warrants a sequel. But that's all I'm going to say about that. And that's why I wanted, like, I don't have too many big opinions right now because I don't want this to be too long. One, and two, the show is supposed to be. Yep, two. Um, other game I wanted to talk about was Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I want to talk about how a lot of people were mad that the turn-based combat wasn't as turn-based as they made it seem like it was going to be. I never tried it out. I just did the the um, real-time combat, which was great for me. I loved it. They had no problem with it. If I had to freeze and do something, I froze and did something, which I don't think I had to do more than probably like three times during my playthrough. Um, so that was great. Um, I liked the way the story was redone. Um, it made me feel like I was playing something fresh and new, but something familiar all at the same time. You know, we knew when we got to certain areas that this and this was supposed to happen, but at the same time, we didn't know what extra shit was supposed to happen, was going to be added to that. Like, say, uh, spoiler alert, um, every time you saw those little fucking ghosts coming out of nowhere, you knew they were about to change up what was supposed to happen in the story. There's a part where Sephiroth comes and he kills Barrett, you know, and you're like, whoa, this went totally left field. And at that point, like, we feel something. I know anybody that made it that far felt something because you're like, are they switching him up? in um Aerith's place because we all know Aerith is supposed to die in this game she doesn't die I guess they're going to put that in the next one but um they completely switched up how the end of this game went um it was crazy boss battle was crazy but there was a lot of twists and turns I'll tell you they had some new characters in there I'll tell you my two favorite new characters was Madam and M um and Leslie which were um 
they're like Corneo's henchmen. Madam M was like this nice, elegant lady, and she played off that way, but she has a crazy side to her. Like she'll if you disobey her, she'll just go crazy. You know, and um Leslie was like this boy, little blonde, like has this little secret service thing going on to him like we don't know if he's a traitor or what's going on with him but he's an interesting character but my number one was roach um was the speed demon we meet him first and he's like riding a um, motorcycle and like challenges 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 cloud to like a battle on the road and that was a fun boss battle while you guys riding the bike and then there's a scene where he comes and saves your ass like on the bike and apparently he has some beef with squall from back when they were together in soldier and he's a third class so um, squall is first class so we only could only imagine what that is because towards the end of the game it's never revealed what it was him and roach's beef on um, what's gonna happen so i assume in part two of Final Fantasy VII Remake, we're gonna um, revisit that and see. So at least I know there's a reason for him to come back. That was great. Um, and then I wanted to talk about um, the ending of Final Fantasy VII, whether it was satisfactory or not with somebody on here, but since I couldn't get them, I'll tell you that I was satisfied with it. One, because I was waiting for Aerith to get killed and they switched it up, they didn't killer off on this one we're going to a whole nother world lord knows how long it's going to take for this next one to come um hopefully it's like dlc and don't have to buy another disc but i'm probably thinking we're gonna have to buy another disc dlc will be best hopefully everyone who bought this final fantasy could get a free upgrade for ps5 that would be great and then we just get dlc with the other episodes after this but i was um great with the ending Boss battle was exactly as I expected. Um, never died. I played on easy because I wanted to get through the story. That's all I cared about in this game, guys, the story. I didn't care about how, what type of difficulty it was going to be for me, all right? Um, but with that said, let me take another sip. Ah, oh, man. And I wanted to go into... Game of the year contentions. Um, well, contenders so far. We're halfway through the year in July or seven months in. I have four games that I feel are game of the year contenders. And we put a poll up on Gamerish on our Facebook page to see what you guys thought were the, was the top game of the year at the moment. And um, between me right now, my game of the year so is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Resident Evil 3 Remake, and The Last of Us Part 2. Now, right now in our poll, Last of Us Part 2 is leading. And I agree. I believe The Last of Us Part 2 should be game of the year right now. Ghost Tsushima comes out, excuse me, on Friday um, coming up. We're trying to do something to start giving away these Ghost Tsushima games. So look out for that, those contests. Um, might even give away one during our Ubisoft con um, live stream tomorrow, um, but don't call me on that. I'm working on it. So it's a up in the air, 50-50 chance. But right now, Last of Us Part Two deserves to be in the lead. I don't care what any of you haters say. That story was phenomenal. Um, one of the greatest games. I'm not going to, I'm going to save Last of Us for another pod, but I'm just going to say that I think that deserves to be number one. Number two, Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I think it's a close second. 
very close to it, could it lived up to the hype. It brought back that nostalgia that we have for Final Fantasy VII, and it expanded on that, and it was just great. Like, I... I didn't smile through The Last of Us 2 because it was a story of revenge, but I smiled a lot while playing Final Fantasy VII, whether it was through certain scenes that I remember being done over again, or whether it was through listening to music, like going into Sector 7 and just hearing the theme or, or the Flower Girl theme, like just put a fucking smile on my face, my angry face. You know, so that's great. Um, next up has to be Animal Crossing New Horizons. Like it came out at the perfect time, I would say. Uh, came out when we were first going to lockdown with COVID nineteen. You know, and this was the game that kept us all together. Like we went hard, especially on the gamers Discord. It's still going hard. Um, summer update just came, so check it out if you haven't. I haven't. I've turned on my animal course but i haven't gone swimming yet so i can't say that i've done much with the summer update i'm practically kind of done with animal crossing until something big happens or maybe they get rid of all their stupid loading screens like we're online already like we're online when we get on the game we're always online but then when you have to travel to someone's island it tells you it has to connect you to online nintendo Fix your infrastructure, please. It's so fucking outdated. I hope you guys could hear me one day. Fix your infrastructure for a group of people, a company that's so beyond advanced in technology. You guys have 8K TVs already over in Japan, but you can't figure out how to run proper internet. You can't figure out how to give people proper multiplayer. You can't figure out what type of free games are worthy of giving people like Nintendo, like for people that are so fucking smart, you're so behind in the times. Stop thinking about your people and start thinking about the United States and what the North Americans want. Too. I'm pretty sure people bitch to y'all on Twitter. Pretty sure people bitch to you guys on Instagram, bitch to you guys on Facebook, and tell you what we want fixed. But you guys don't ever fix shit. You just say, oh, they're complaining about this. Oh, what's going to keep them quiet? Some guy says, how about we just fix that issue? Oh, no, just give them another Mario. Oh, man, we have drift drifting pro um, problems on the controller. Oh, maybe we should fix the controls to make sure the new ones don't have drift. Oh, how should we, can we do that, boys? Oh, no. Let's send them a teaser of Rough of the Wild 2. And we sit there and we we take all the fucking medicine Nintendo gives us. And then we shut the fuck up for another few months because we got something else that we wanted from them. Their first party titles are the only reason we're still on Nintendo consoles. And that we're able to carry the Switch anywhere and everywhere and play all this shit that we never thought we'd be able to play on the go and play it on this shit. And that's great. But Nintendo really needs to catch up with the fucking times, man. Way too far behind. And so this part is never going to be too long unless I'm talking with somebody and we get into a heated conversation or a great conversation. Not always going to be heated, but one way I will promise you guys, because I need to let this shit off my chest to somebody, so why not my audience who knows me? And I'm starting this new segment called The Stupidest Shit 
I've read all week. And this is from Gamers. And I have this problem. One thing I love about our community is that one, everybody could talk and chat. And we even when we disagree, there's small disagreements. And we go and we have meaningful conversations about movies, TV shows, and games. In other groups that I'm in, people post stupid shit. And people act like Google does not exist. Some of you, and I'm sorry if I'm hitting a nerve for some of you listening right now, if there's some simple question that you can find out the answer through a simple Google search, don't write a question in a group to gamers or anybody else. And so every week I'm gonna go over the stupidest shit I've read in my groups that I'm part of. None of this is from Gamerish because all of us are smart in here. I wanna assume we're all smart and we know that Google exists. And we know that if there's a stupid question out there, we'll text it to a friend that might know it, the answer to it, or we'll go to Google. We won't fucking just put it out there and look fucking retarded. I'm sorry, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to use the R word anymore. Ah, uh, fuck it, I use the R word if I feel like it's in my, if it's, whatever, man. If I feel like using the fucking retarded word, I'll fucking use the word, it's a fucking word. Don't be all fucking sensitive. All right, so first stupidest quote I word, word, read all week um, was, Anybody know, and this is quote unquote, anybody know if you'll be able to use the PS5 DualSense with the PS4 console? Now I'm pausing because I want you guys to see the look on my face if you're watching this on YouTube or Twitch or whatever you're streaming me on. Um, if you're not listening, I have a look of stupidity on my face. First off, if the DualShock 5, if the DualSense for PS5 was going to be able to work on the PS4, and PlayStation would have answered that question already. They would have put that out there already. So a, Google, a simple Google search would have gotten this, and you won't look so stupid asking us that. And since when does a next-gen controller work on a last-gen? Usually a last-gen controller, like they said, the PS4 control will work on the PS5. But if you're really think the ps5 control is going to work on the ps4 with all that new technology you are stupid and like god damn it like this is what i gotta say i'm sorry guys but you're my audience and i'm gonna tell you what i feel on me i'd rather say this when you guys are listening to me talk here than just have to fucking waste time on the regular gamers podcast so that is a stupid question the PS5 controller will not work on the PS4. That is something common sense would tell you as a gamer. That is something you could easily Google and get in a few seconds and not make yourself look stupid on the internet. Second quote from an idiot. And I know no one has Stadia here. Not a lot of you know what Stadia is. It's a great platform. Um, no loading screens before PS5 and Xbox Series X. I'm letting y'all know now is Google's streaming service. They're behind the times with some games, but I don't care. It's how I grind my destiny because I don't got to deal with no type of loading screens and shit like that. And there's other, they give you like five free games a month as opposed to two with PlayStation and Xbox. So... And you could take it anywhere, your tablet, your phone, TV, and I love that shit. But next stupid quote, does anyone know if in Stadia titles support multiplayer? 
Now, guys, first off, when you go into the Stadia store, there's an app for Stadia, right? You could go and you tap on the fucking game and it'll tell you a description of the game, how many players is it, if it's online multiplayer or if it's just local multiplayer. But that's not even... All right, maybe let's say this guy didn't go and tap on that stuff, didn't know he could tap on that stuff, but he sees the library. He has to be able to see the library of games that are on Stadia, no matter what, if he's been playing it for so long. I've seen this guy comment a lot of other stupid shit. So one of the games is NBA 2K. Everybody knows that's fucking multiplayer. It's a sports fucking game. Plus, there's games on there, Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Straight up multiplayer game. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Some people just, oh, man. Some people are just dumb, retarded. Like, and I'm not saying it to make fun of people who have any type of mental illnesses. These are people who are supposed to be socially functional and still saying stupid shit all right and the last one and and then i and my rant and the pod's over after i promise but you guys are gonna hear this every week i'm gonna go over stupidest quotes i've read of the week hey all i just borrowed the last of us part one is it worth playing before the last of us part two now guys first off okay i understand asking people if the last of us one is worth playing that's a regular logical question but if the last of us is worth playing after you borrowed the game so why did you fucking borrow the game if you didn't think it was worth playing if you why didn't you just ask your friend if it's worth playing why why would you even get the game for you who borrows a game am i gonna go out right now grab fucking metal gear solid one and then just Lay it in front of my PlayStation. Say, you know what? Before I put in the put this fucking game in the system, let me go and ask the internet if it's worth playing. And is it worth playing before The Last of Us Two? No shit. You get the whole fucking story if you play part one before part two. You stupid shit. And either way, if they told you no, you can't play part. You could play part two without playing part one. If you couldn't afford part one up till now when it's been free even, and you're now getting the fucking game when it's like in the 99 cent bin, you sure as hell can't afford part two at 65 fucking dollars. So all you have is part one to fucking play, you dumb fuck. Jesus Christ, I swear to God, some of you people that ask the stupidest questions, why don't you go on IGN or GameSpot and watch a fucking review? Why don't they just go do that and see if the game's worth it? And how about you pay attention to all the commercials that came out when these fucking games came out that said 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10. Were you the only one without a fucking TV at that point in time when this fucking game came out? Oh my God, it's The Last of Us. You see how much people are talking about it. You see how much people are loving it. But let me go on the internet and ask people, is this a good game? Jesus Christ. Oh, Ugh. Is Mario a plumber? Is Mario a plumber? Do you need to fucking come on the internet and ask that? Can you Google that and just find out that Mario's a plumber real quick? Oh my Jesus. Oh man. I'm sorry, guys, but this is why I had to get back to this show. You know what? I'm, I'm going to shot the rest of this fucking journal article.
ah, because that is the dumbest shit I've read all week. And okay, yes, somebody you could say, but what if this guy doesn't know? You know, maybe he doesn't know, maybe he doesn't know. No, no, he had a TV. He knew you want, when you ask stupid questions to that extent, you looking for attention. It's all you're doing. You're looking for attention. Google exists, people. Television exists. When huge games come out, it's all over the screen. It's in every commercial you've ever watched. And this is Last of Us Part 1 came out back in days when everyone did not have DVR, so you can't say I fast forward through all the fucking commercials and all that other shit. And he missed out on the game when it was free. You know, and why borrow a game from someone with no intention of playing it unless the internet tells you it's good enough to be played or people in a chat room or Facebook group tell you it's good enough. So why did you borrow the game in the fucking first place, you fucking idiots? But I digress now. That's the end of my rants. And this is why we had to get back to a drink of the game so I could give you guys these rants again without my fellow cohorts being mad that I'm taking up so much fucking time talking about the shit that's so passionate to me. But I love video games a lot, guys. I'm your gaming addict. You know, um, once again, please support us on Patreon. We got so much we want to give to you. We have a lot of surprises in the works. Uh, gamerish, I mean, patreon.com slash gamerish. If you're not part of our Facebook group, join us, gamerish network on Facebook, gamerish underscore network on Instagram, um, gamerish2 on Twitter. And if you need to email us any questions that you would like to be featured in any of our podcasts, is gamerish537 at gmail.com. All right, guys, until next time, cheers. Well, I'll oh, have a little bit low. Enjoy your drinks, enjoy your games, peace out.